Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sister Act, silent podcast coverage of Claim to Fame Season 1. Today, we'll be discussing Episode 7, Spot the Difference. So let's welcome my co-host, my pair, if you will, and sister, Ari Fielding, who's ready to spill the tea with us. Hi, Ari. Hello. Hello. It feels like it has been forever since we last talked, but also uh, it also feels very short because I just finished editing the episode yesterday. <laughs> so how have you been? Are you excited for the Thanksgiving festivities to come? Yeah, I am excited. Um, it's going to yes. be busy, um, but there's going to be a lot of good food. There will be. Um, yes. It's unfortunately going to be cold. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, snowing right outside my window now, and I'm very oh, sad about it. It might also that's be not cool. <laughs> I know it might. I, if it's not snowing your way yet, it probably will be soon. So I'm sorry to drop that on you. Unfortunate. We got spoiled with like some like like an actual nice fall. 
I know. Ugh. And now it's just cold all of a sudden. I feel like last fall it just rained so much that I wasn't able to appreciate it. And this fall was so nice and now it's gone. And we are officially in the winter season. Broke out the sweaters and everything. It's a fish. Yeah, it's sad. Very tragic. <laughs> oh, So remember how we had said that we thought it was really sweet and nice that everyone has been such grateful losers on Claim to Fame? <laughs> yeah, I do remember so, that. <laughs> yeah, so I it, it took everything in me to not shuckle when you said that originally. Because while we have had some very gracious losers in Pretty much every episode that we've had so far of Claim to Fame, uh, the fun stops right here and people are stopped being <laughs> nice and stop getting real. And by people, I mean Amara, who was unfortunately our boot this episode. But what a ride we took to get here. Ari, what did you think about episode seven as a whole? Oh, it was intense. <laughs> it was, right? And, um, yeah, I mean, like you said it, no one's being nice anymore. It's we're down to the wire here. It really is. And it's, I don't know. I mean, we knew that this cast had some strategists in it. Like this, this part was not a shock, but this was, this is one of my favorite episodes of the season. I love the challenge. I love that we get a lot of strategy talk this episode and we get to really get a mindset of the contestants and we get a lot of progress with uh, some of the clues that we had previously. So this one and I would say the next episode's challenge are my two favorites. So very happy that we finally got to this part. And this really does feel like a turning point in claim to fame itself. Um, while it did seem like there was a very strong possibility that Mo Amara was going to be going home this episode right from the jump. And it, you know, it could get a little tiring to see, you know, the target just shift from one person to the next from week to week. And that person ends up going home. But I feel like there's still so many complex dynamics going on here. Yeah, I did kind of at first I was like, could this be another um like the could the title of this episode be another clue for who's gonna be out? Yeah. Which I mean maybe it is, and I just don't know, but I was like, Oh, is it like finally gonna be Louise <laughs> when they said no no immunity this episode? So I know, but then they we got a little bit of another twist um, with our winners, which made for some pretty good TV. And as we were seeing, uh, them both trying to take a step up in their games with Louise and Lark being the two that won the challenge, but also wanted to make themselves the guessers for this round. But I have to say that you know, while I am impressed that they were ready to really take the risk and make their move this round, I, I gotta say, I still feel like Elsie and Logan are kind of just like a, several steps ahead of them. Is it several steps ahead of everyone, really? Yeah. Yeah. But that is not to say, you know, Queen Pepper is still there and, you know, just <laughs> still keep there, yeah. freezing on. <laughs> 
freezing on by and you know i i love a gal that is just sitting pretty let's get into the episode so we get you know and i i think you mentioned this last episode too about how the previously ons kind of um especially towards the end of the season have been giving a lot for the episode of like oh like so you remember like these are the people that we know a lot about these are the people that we don't have a ton of information on so keeping all of this in mind with the previously ons we start with saying that you know we see lark and she says that she feels like she's in a good spot um and that she is pretty comfortable with the fact that the house guests seem to be leaning more towards martha stewart or sandra bullock as lark's celebrity relatives which her confessional confirms that neither of them are correct so i feel like her and lc are in terms of the likelihood of them going home in the next episode or two you know their level their threat level seems like managed fairly well but also that uh, even if they do, one of them does become the target in the next round, that they have a fallback plan in that they get to guess. Uh, they have one guess that people are leaning towards that is incorrect for who their celebrity relative is. Yeah. Uh, it just It's just funny that like they're still on Martha Stewart and Sandra Bullock because it's like definitely not. I But know, I guess they don't I'm... know. I don't know. I I feel like they should know more being in the house i just i I, and again like i don't know every clue that they have been seeing or if there's you know if there's certain decoy clues that are around that are making people feel like it is definitely martha stewart or sandra bullock but just from the information that we have gotten besides lark's confessional basically saying her relative is neither martha stewart or sandra bullock uh I feel like there isn't anything in what we have learned thus far that made me believe that her relative was definitely one of those two. Like, yeah. there isn't anything that made me feel like, yes, this is definitely Lark's relative. So I don't know what the contestants have that are making them feel so confident in one of these two guesses. Yeah, sometimes when they're talking, I'm like, wow, I wish I could be in the house and see what they're seeing i know i feel like there's definitely a lot that we aren't seeing obviously because this is a show that is supposed to be condensed down to like 45 minutes per episode and they are living in the house round the clock full time yeah so yeah. yeah so it's definitely we're definitely missing some things but i wonder like you know, is it something from the clue wall? Have people been looking through books or have people been looking through all of like the different hints that are here? Are there clues that are coming up or that we haven't been that haven't been brought up yet that we feel like are definitely um, a hint towards something? I don't know, but it's definitely interesting to see. Yeah, it is. Who do you think is in the best spot in the house so far? At this point, I at least. think it might be Logan. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing, honestly. Yeah, I think I, cause I think he's even in a better spot than Pepper. And I mean, I guess they're starting to get come on to who Pepper's relative might be now, too. So, yeah, we yeah, got Logan. some. Yeah. So we got some pretty big developments in the Pepper 
the pepper of it all for this episode. I would agree. I think Logan is definitely in the best position at this point. It seems like while there are a lot of leads for some of these other uh, contestants, we really haven't seen anything that made me strongly believe that Logan's relative is one person or another. Like it's pretty much a shot in the dark for me at this point. Yeah. Um, but we did get some information on Pepper and we learned that her grandfather is a performer and she talks about how uh, her grandfather would give a tipsy vibe in while he was performing, but it was really like he had juice in his glass. Um, so very interesting. So we know that like this is the type of relative that um that pepper has and so the leading guest in the house right now is frank sinatra and, and pepper does not confirm or deny that this is her relative so it's i don't hate this guest honestly yeah i mean i um i i wouldn't have a better guess <laughs> I know it, there isn't anything to make me think that like it definitely couldn't be Frank Sinatra. Yeah, I yeah, I still have no idea on Pepper. I'm just like, yeah, it could be Frank Sinatra. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. And so my my only other guess at this point, when I was originally watching, is that if it's not Frank Sinatra, maybe someone else in the Rat Pack or uh, another crooner type. Um, performer in that era. So I'm not confident on who it could be, but definitely someone in that realm. And we do know that her relative is deceased, right? Yeah, I think she mentioned it last episode when she was talking about her grandparents throwing those big parties mm -hmm. that yeah. if she said something along the lines of like while he was still alive or that he had passed away yeah she, uh, yeah, yeah. She so we know that her her we can confirm now that pepper's relative is deceased which it is very interesting because um it's it's clear to me at this point that the level of fame and notoriety that Pepper's relative would have is on a much different scale than what we are getting from some of these, these characters. So like if it ends up being Frank Sinatra like that, I feel like it's like a legend name, you know? Yeah. But like, so is Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, and definitely like, I feel like Whoopi is a name that is like continuing to be a famous name no matter what and yeah. I, I feel like there are a lot of like we there are certainly no duds here in terms of like the yeah these are all very big people yeah but you know like at what remember point we chuck were... norris <laughs> i know i know it's like and it just feels like wow okay like i honestly wasn't even really thinking about the possibility like i you know we discussed before it could be someone that uh has died so that wasn't always out of the picture but I really didn't think we would be getting someone in like that era like and you know Pepper is an adult and her relative is her grandfather so this is someone from uh an older generation than yeah. what a lot of these contestants are but it's very interesting to see that like oh this is like the this is kind of the the levels of imagination the cast with their production is going with, with like how famous some of the, uh, 
these celebrities are. Yeah, it's it's interesting that they got like people related or people so closely connected to such big names. I know. I'm wondering how they did the casting for this or how this happened, but I don't hate it. Now they're just like yeah, openly so looking for for casting for season two so that's definitely how that happened for this season but or for season two if we get one uh there are people that they have like an that you can openly apply to it but um very interesting i'm very excited to see where this is going how many like fraudulent auditions or applications do you think they're gonna get i don't i oh i'm probably people just being like oh i'm so-and-so's cousin or like i know and they show like their like yeah. one piece of evidence is like um like i don't know just like a fan pick or something yeah yeah and <laughs> i i mean i feel like they have to do some type of background checks or something like i don't know how they will determine this or what their criteria is for casting but it'll definitely be very interesting to see i wonder if like i'm just like imagining I, some intern having to go through like i <laughs> piles of just like people claiming to be related to someone and it's just so clearly like fake or like they're just trying yeah. to like get on tv i'm wonder and also i have a question of like do you have to necessarily have a good relationship with your relative to be on yeah, that's a claim question. to fame? Like, like, do they have to sign off on it? Yeah, because like I on one hand, I feel like they kind of have to because like it's their name that is being discussed. And I'm sure like if it's some people at the level of fame that we got in this season, then there are people that could afford lawyers to not have their relative on the show if they wanted to but then also yeah. we got people also, like maxwell in like the first episode who said that his grandfather didn't know he was going on the show and then like got kicked out immediately for cheating yeah i think that i don't know i i think i mean i obviously am not a lawyer and don't know all the <laughs> rules but these are also like public figures and like whose names are gonna get thrown around no yeah. matter what and like that's that's yeah like, <laughs> i don't know it's like it's like the the uh whatever i don't i don't know privacy law but <laughs> i know i i'm debating this as if i have like any idea about how like media and law connect and i have no idea this is just me throwing out like random questions and so we can see what sticks um yeah so yeah <laughs> that's all but, I guess. <laughs> yeah and so um while so we talked about this earlier that amara you know it was hinted pretty early on in this episode that amara was in big trouble here and part of this is because uh logan and lc feel like they want to keep louise around for a little bit longer um they feel comfortable with having her still in the game and they feel confident that lark's relative is martha stewart which 
if one of them goes home because of a wrong guess, I don't know what I will do with myself. Like, <laughs> oh my God, I can't imagine. But Elsie it wants to go after Amara for the next round because unlike Lars, she's much more confident in who Amara's relative is. And uh, she feels that Amara is more of a cutthroat player. And if she feels like turning on LC because she feels like that is what's going to get her closer to the $100,000, then she probably will do that. And I don't know if Lark or Louise have that same killer instinct regarding LC. And I can't say I disagree with her. Yeah, I mean, I I think this is a real turning point in the game. Yeah. And we see that, I mean, it was starting last episode, but now everyone is definitely playing for themselves. Everyone's here to win. Mm -hmm. And like, if they got to stab someone in the back (laughs) to get ahead, they're all going to do it. Yep, exactly. And we start really seeing the everything start falling apart after the main challenge. But while we get before we get to that, let's talk about the main challenge. Unless is there anything else you want to cover before we start talking about the challenge itself? No. So what we initially believe is that in the main challenge, Frankie is solo this round. And part of the reason for this is that they are playing a game called Spot the Difference. So they, for this challenge, the contestants will be split into pairs. Um, and there is no immunity this round. Though, but the winners will get to share a clue and decide who the bottom two are. So when they go down to the wine cellar, they have to agree on what clue they are going to pick. Um, And for the challenge itself, the house is filled with a whole lot of objects, knickknacks, like posters, like they have just completely filled the house like hoarder style with a bunch of random things all over the house. So the items will be filled. So certain items in the house will be replaced with clues, which the players have to identify. So the teams have to go into the house First, memorize as much as they can in the house. And then once they leave, certain items will be replaced with clues uh, hinting towards certain celebrities. And the players have to identify the pair or identify what the clues are by putting stickers on what has been changed in the house. Now, Ari, I got to say, I love this challenge. This might this challenge and next episode's challenge are my favorite ones of the season. Yeah, this one was really fun. Yeah, I I, I honestly <laughs> wouldn't have really cared whether they did pairs or did this individually. Like, I feel like this still would have worked well as an individual challenge, but I feel like they wanted to do a challenge where they could have joint winners just to see, like, what kind of drama would happen yeah, with that. it's all about but, the drama. Yeah, but I really like the challenges where they use the whole house. Yeah, that's cool. And um, it also made me think of the Clue DVD game um, where you get yes. to, where you get a chance to get a clue by where oh my, the inspector is yes. like, now take a look around. Yes. Oh my. So for people that, I mean, this me, this is funnier to us than uh, what, than 
what it will be to the average listener. But since you all don't know our lives like that, we have to just for reference tell you that uh, we are uh, pretty big board game people in our household. But the Clue DVD game is probably one of the most played board games in our household and there is a british man that narrates the whole thing and you get to pick cases to solve and you pick card you can pick cards by going to a certain room or like skipping a turn i think it was and it, it's very funny i enjoyed it it's a good one yes and if you've played the clue dvd game uh send me a tweet about it because i love I love hearing what other people enjoying this. Ari, who was your favorite Clue character to play? My favorite Clue character to play. I don't know. I think I like to switch it up. Yeah, that's fair. I liked Mr. Green, but probably because Mr. Green's my favorite character in the Clue movie. But then also Miss Scarlet's always fun to play because she gets to go first. And also she's just like, you know, she's also a fun character in the Clue movie. Yeah. Yes. So those are fun ones for me. <laughs> so but before we get people split up into pairs, we know that Elsie and Logan want to be a pair. But Elsie does not want to be with Pepper because she wants to pull Pepper's clue. And Amara does not want to be with Logan because Logan's memory is terrible. So we have been told. <laughs> and naturally, because they have all of these wishes... No one gets what they want, and the pairs end up being Elsie and Pepper, Louise and Lark, and Logan and Amara. I love this, and I don't know how they could have planned it out so well that no one was really getting what they want. I guess besides uh, Louise and Lark, but uh, it cracks me up that this is how the pairs ended up. Yeah, it was really funny. Also, this was where... I just, like, well, I guess not here, but more towards the end of the main challenge was where I was like, oh, Amara is getting the loser edit. Yeah. Yeah, it was hard. So, I mean, we have seen Logan be confused with some references in certain challenges or, you know, he has a very different upbringing, I will say, than maybe someone that is more into the, so like, reality TV world, I guess I will yeah. say. But um, so uh, apparently it's been established amongst the house that Logan's memory is not great because this isn't the first time we've heard about it. But I think he did pretty well this challenge. He's definitely not the reason that they lost. Yeah, that's that's the funny thing. <laughs> yes. So uh, do you have, before we get into some of the clues, is there anything else that you liked about this challenge or that you want to mention before we get into everything? Uh, no, I mean, it's just, uh, it's like an I Spy game. Yes. Oh my god, I love those I books. I love doing those books, yeah. I bet I I wonder if they have like updated versions of those. I would buy some. We should figure out. I'll look it up. <laughs> uh, or, or no, we'll go to Barnes and Noble and we'll look in the children's section and see what we can find. <laughs> I'm excited for this adventure. Maybe we just won't have Thanksgiving this weekend. We'll just go do our little adventures instead. <laughs> 
I don't think they'll let us do that, but I kind of want to. I think I had like an I Spy computer game. You definitely did because I remember playing it. Remember where like yeah. we all had to share the PC and it was like 20 oh, minutes sure. a piece. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, the good old days. That yeah, was that and Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Yes. Yes. Oh, that was a I good liked, one. I liked doing the like the like mini games where you had to fly the the, the oh the yeah the the, and collect the jelly yes. beans in the air. <laughs> this is all making perfect sense to me. You just opened up a memory I forgot I had, but it is so clear. Yes. That game the was big, the best. The big three computer games. Um the Harry Potter game, the I Spy game, and Webkins, the big three. Oh yeah. Yes. I thought I almost thought you were gonna say that math. There was the math one too. No, no, maybe just the other, but not for me. Yeah, it was I, don't all, think, I was all about the Webkins. I don't think my mom made you guys play that. Just me. No, that was just <laughs> a you <laughs> thing. <laughs> we weren't there. We were. Uh, we were part time. Uh, yeah, like we were part time members of the household. We didn't have time to do math and Harry Potter. <laughs> I'm here for fun, not math. <laughs> yes. I am here for play, not work. Uh, shout out you to can Sandy, hear my mom saying, math is fun. <laughs> shout out to Sandy. We love you. You're great. <laughs> Going back. In, so we played. This is basically a giant I spy game, but instead of a page, it is the entire household. Um, I thought this was a lot of fun. And I feel like even though you couldn't really play along, I guess in some ways you could because you got to see like all of the I there's just a lot to like for someone with a very hyperactive mind like us. I feel like it was very fun to like see everything in the house and kind of see how the clues were changed up. Yeah, there were some that I guess yeah, there were a couple of clues that I was like mm. What's what's that supposed to be for? Yeah. So, I mean, each pair, I feel like we don't get a huge indication of, like, certain pairs being better at this than others. Like, we get a clear winner at the end of the challenge, but uh, it's really just, like, each pair goes in. We have their commentary on what they believe each of the um, changed clues are, but I don't think anyone really, like, struggled in it or was, like, particularly great or particularly bad at it. And it was relatively close. I think everyone was, like, a point away from each other. Yeah, it was pretty close. Yeah. So, I mean, at, sometimes it could be fun to just see people kind of stumble through this challenge. I think this would be a lot to process, but... Uh, it it was still a lot of fun, and it was cool to see how everyone's minds were working on it. But let's get into the clues. So I'm just going to go – I think this is the order that they were revealed, but um, to the contestants um, – Oh, wait. Nope. Never mind. They're, they, I arranged them kind of all over the place. So we <laughs> will talk about that. Um, so – the first clue is the palm that um, it was originally, I think it was a hand picture and it got replaced with a, uh, with a big hand um, for fortune telling, like for palm reading. And 
Elsie immediately recognizes this as her clue, which I had no idea. I feel like Elsie is just thinking about this in a way I never would because I had no idea who this was for. But Elsie mentioned, recognized it right away as being for her sister because it's Kiki Palmer, which I thought was was very clever. (laughs) That was one of the clues I don't mind as much because I feel like it's it's like a pretty clever spin on it and it doesn't really give too much away in the way that I think some other clues do but yeah they do a lot of like wordplay clues yeah which I think they need to do more of with Logan and like some of these other people because it's very confusing like why they are doing this but or like why like certain people are getting so many clues and maybe it's just because we know who's Elsie relative is. So they're going to focus on like Elsie, Amara and Louisa's clues more so than the other three. But yeah, yeah, but it's a lot. It's a lot to process. But even though Elsie recognizes her clue right away, she has a plan for the other contestants because she is going to say that this clue is obviously for Amara because Whoopi Goldberg played a psychic in Ghost. Yeah, that was good. That was very impressive. She thought of that right on the fly, too. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, so I, I loved it. I thought this this really shows, like, even though I feel like in terms of, like, power in the house, it seems like Logan has, like, a, a lot of social capital in the house, like, with how he told Louise to go pick Amara's clue last episode. I think everything he's done here and in the past few episodes has been great. Um, I'm really enjoying seeing how Elsie is able to navigate the game, especially since we know her relative. So she can tell us point blank, like this is what I recognize about my, the clues for my celebrity relative. And like, this is how I'm going to navigate it. And I think that she's just like thinking about these things in such an, uh, in, ingenuitive way and I really like seeing that from her yeah it's cool to see how she how she kind of thinks ahead and she yeah like it's quick on her feet yeah definitely and then the second clue is the palm leaf cowboy hat which was replaced with a different which was swapped out with a different type of hat but this is Logan's clue and Logan says that this is I have to laugh every time we talk about Logan's clues because he says that this palm leaf cowboy hat is so clearly his relative's clue like this may be the most obvious clue about his relative so far all right I this did not help me one bit just as much as like every other clue did not help me yeah, I was like, I don't know if it was what his relative is from, like, somewhere with palm trees. <laughs> like, that, that doesn't really narrow it down. I'm like, oh, there's, it's like, I, so my initial thought was like, oh, like, whoever his relative is, obviously, is just, like, known for wearing these palm leaf, like, cowboy hats or something. And uh, I would not know that anyway. And as we have said multiple times, I don't think the rest of the house will pick up on this either. Yeah, I also couldn't tell you I, if a hat was made out of a palm leaf from looking yeah, at I, it. <laughs> like, I also, also that. I would also not know that either. <laughs> this is very fair. Um, And then, so speaking of some of the more interesting clues, I think this is actually a pretty big clue. Uh, the 
Bon Appetit sign was swapped out with one of Pepper's clues, which was a That's Amore sign. Um, This is pretty big. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't tell you who sings That's Amore, but I'm sure someone could. <laughs> I can, but I will not say it. It was actually... Uh, one of my mom and stepdad's wedding songs um and i made their i made a spotify playlist for it for their vow renewal that was a few weeks ago and yeah i knew who this song who this song was by and yeah this this was a pretty big one for me personally so in I'm my it's not frank sinatra I will not comment on that yet because I do. Is it this episode we talk more about it? Um, hold on. Oh, yep. Okay, yeah. We talk about it more at the end of this episode or like towards the end of this episode. So I won't go too much into it currently. But the next clue is the giant keys, which also are an LC clue. Another name play, which is Kiki Palmer. I don't think anyone got this. We certainly didn't get any reasons to believe that anyone else here understood what this meant yeah it took me a minute too (laughs) yeah if i wasn't already thinking about it oh wait what was it no yeah i think i was gonna say the same thing that like no one is on to to it being kiki palmer so if they're not already thinking that yeah and it's helpful (laughs) yeah and i think um for like for this clue in particular, I probably wouldn't have picked it up as quickly if we weren't already thinking about like the wordplay for Kiki Palmer's name. So it just happened to be like these are the clues that we got for Kiki at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also get the martini glass, which is Pepper's clue. I feel like we've had clues related to drinks for Pepper before. Like it was her talent show clue. It was like um, – She's mentioned it before. We've had clues related to her relative that are, like, in the same vein as a martini class. So, like, this did not change anything for me. Yeah, it didn't change anything. Um, yeah, it didn't, didn't help any more than yeah. <laughs> what, what a, a, everything else has. So, Yeah, exactly. And so if you are a fashion person, if that is, like, your – or like your area of expertise you might have better idea of what this who this clue is referring to than I did because the next clue is a magazine cover that has a basically a colorful silhouette of Lark's relative so she is internally freaking out about this because she knows it's her clue she knows that it's her aunt on the photo I still have no idea who this is, but maybe someone that is more into the high fashion world would have a better understanding of who this could possibly be. Yeah, I'm still going to stick with uh, the Daisy Dukes model. Cindy Crawford. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it could be Cindy Crawford. Like, I don't, I have not seen her magazine covers to yeah. tell you Ever either since- way. Yeah, the fashion show episode, but also yeah. I don't know enough for anything else to have like 
made me think anything different. So yeah, we'll see. I haven't learned anything for me to say that it's not Cindy Crawford. Yeah. Yeah. Or to even be able to think of anybody else. So Yeah, there isn't any. I feel like there are also, I like this guest, but I feel like if it was someone with a lot more, I guess I'll say notoriety, like let's say since we know this isn't large relative, like if it was Tyra Banks, uh, I feel like we would have yeah. had a lot of clues like related to her last name and Banks or like maybe money signs or like a picture of a bank or something. Or we would have had um, like something related to America's Next Top Model or Dancing with the Stars, which she's the current host of. Like, I feel like they would have, if it was someone more notorious, they really would have banked on those other parts of their career or like maybe even scandals or something outside of modeling. And we haven't gotten anything like that. So there's a couple people that, I've ruled out in terms of like their that would be in the category of supermodels that I feel like they aren't Lark's relative just because I feel like there are other things that they would have referred us to. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So so far I think Cindy Crawford's a pretty good guess. Let's we see what's the next out. one. The gold well, I medal. I will find out. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, you will find out. I know, but I did not know at this point in the season, and I did not look it up. So I didn't actually think about looking up Daisy Duke's model. So I feel like that clue went – I know she mentions it as her aunt's clue, but I like it didn't even process to me at that point. There were so many people left. It just like went right over my head. <laughs> and then the next clue is the gold medal, which is – Louise's clue, I feel like obvious. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Sure. Her sister has a gold medal. Thank you for that. That was definitely a clue. And a stuffed goat. I know who this is referring to. Do you have an idea at this point who this is, who the I goat one is for? Also Louise's clue. It is. And I don't think that's really a spoiler. Like it is. Like, it's because, like, she's the goat of gymnastics. Yeah. I don't think there's anything that's, like, revealed in future episodes that, like, would make that a spoiler. Yeah. This was also, like, uh, this challenge was <laughs> when Amara started getting too arrogant for her own good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially with – so we finally got a clue that was not nun-related for Amara, and that is the yellow – or yellow, sorry uh, – the round <laughs> glasses, which are Whoopi Goldberg glasses. Like, I, I yeah. don't know how else, like, you could possibly spin this one. You can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can't. And – this is Amara's clue. I feel like this just leads people even more closely to the direction, the conclusion, I should say, of Amara's relative being Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, just I think it made people even more confident. Yeah, definitely. And I will say, so this last clue is where some of the dramas start stemming, and that is a model airplane. Logan, when they are initially putting their stickers on the clues they a uh, logan discovers that um logan puts one of the stickers to mark like a, a clue on this model airplane 
And Amara says that that airplane was there before. So that isn't a clue. And they made, uh, she made Logan switch his clue to a different item. And that ends up being incorrect. And the model airplane is the clue. And do you know who that clue is for? Lark? Yeah. So I don't it know must if you know. Right? <laughs> yeah, it is. So I don't know if you noticed it because oh, it yeah, happens super... really quickly. Yeah, it says super, like it has a sticker that says like super on top of it. So it's really yeah. super model airplane. But yeah, that's Lark's clue. I thought it was nice. I thought that was a fun one to do. But it causes a bit of drama because when we get the results, Lark and Louise win the challenge one point away from they only score one point more than Amara and Logan so if Logan had stuck to his gut and didn't switch like Amara wanted him to they would have at least tied and they have now once again handed Louise a lot of power here and Lark but I think the real issue is that Louise is now getting a lot of power yeah it's Kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah. Just a little. This, I will say, though, this is a win that, uh, that Louise definitely earned. Yes. Like, yeah. she, she did it's well true. in this challenge. And not that she hasn't done well in other challenges. But like we said last time, like, uh, she, there was a lot of luck involved in yeah. some of her, in her previous wins. Um. Yeah, it was, it's nice that she actually earned this one. She actually had to do something to win. <laughs> yes, I know. And we love that for her. But and then so before we get into the other and like what happens after the challenge, the two clues that weren't spotted were uh, a tractor, like a little model tractor and a view master, which is those like red devices that you can like stick a little reel of pictures in and you click it to see different pictures. Um, do you, Ari, do you have an idea about what these could be for? Uh, like I would have to guess that the tractors for Logan Yes. Which means by default, because I think that means everybody else already had two, the Viewmaster would have to be Amara's clue. Oh. Oh, my God. But oh. I don't know why. <laughs> okay. No, I do know why now. So, okay. I already, literally right until you said it, I had no idea why the Viewmaster would have been Amara's clue. I didn't even know whose clue it was because I was not keeping track of like who had what. But Amara's, the Viewmaster is definitely Amara's clue because Whoopi Goldberg is a host on oh, The, on the View. View. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. This is, yeah. this is a revelation for me. Oh my God. I have like spent so long trying to figure out like who's known for a view master. Like, is this something someone used in a movie or something? Yeah, I was like, like, I don't it, get it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Now it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So yes. because uh, Amara, that's actually very clever. I like that. So because like Amara's, uh, Amara's clue is definitely the view master because Whoopi Goldberg was on the view. Oh my god, just big brain <laughs> moments right here. Uh, that was great. I 
you really saved me there because it's been bothering me for so long. Now that Lark and uh, Louise are the winners, they get to share a clue together. So obviously they can't, they're not going to pick each other's clue. And they have vested interest now in picking a clue of someone that they don't know a lot of information about yet. And they pick Pepper's clue. And the clue is that it's the Orange and Ale Rack Pack Singer. Orange and Ale Rat Pack Singer. So, do you know, Ari, do you know who the Rack Pack is? Yeah, I couldn't name any of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but there, so for those but, that know, don't know, the, yeah, the, the Rat Pack is a group of five men that, um, were well known one of them frank sinatra was a member in it but they're known for doing like movies and performances together and they're um they were very popular in like the 60s i believe is when they're like heyday like 50s and 60s um i think we could rule out one of them for being pepper's relative i don't think (sighs) she's related to sammy davis jr but that's just me yeah personally probably not Probably not. I uh, Sammy Davis Jr. is my favorite Rat Pack member because I love his music, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> I'm just going to assume that Sammy Davis Jr. is not Pepper's relative. But the other four, you know, this is where we need to be looking now. Yeah, I still couldn't tell you which of them. <laughs> yeah. So now that they have Pepper's clue, they decide not to tell Amara about it which she is annoyed by, but they do tell Logan and Elsie, which Ari, I feel like this is where I am very confused because I feel like, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think it's safe to say that like from our perspective, Louise, I mean, not Louise, Logan and Elsie have a lot of power right now. Yeah. I think they have the power because no one else is, really i don't i don't think other people are really paying attention to how much they're playing yeah but it just i i don't know why they would say like especially when they're you know like so louise and lark both survive this round as do logan and um lc so that's two pairs going into the final five. I feel like you would want to kind of keep those two pairs out of the loop, even if you don't feel confident in guessing Elsie or Logan's relative, then you could definitely, you know, like, I I don't know why you would want to just give them more information. Yeah, that's true. I, I think I, yeah, I don't know. I think just nobody else realizes how, how strong of a, like how strong they are as players. Yeah. Definitely. So it's very interesting, but they, so Louise and Lark are pretty convinced that it's Frank Sinatra, but Elsie is not. Um, But they do push Lark and Louise to go forward with their plan. And their, their current plan now is that they want to have the power in their hands and they want to pick them. Like they want to pick themselves as in Lark and Louise want to vote Lark and Louise in to be the guessers to take out Amara, which they call real mobster shit. <laughs> that was funny. And I, I do like this 
plan. I think this makes the most sense. Like, especially if you're someone like Louise in that position, you really don't want other people to figure out, like, you don't want to give other people the opportunity to take the easy route and vote you out or like, and guess you when it's so obvious who your relative is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, it was also kind of nice to finally see Lark, like actually play like she's yeah. strategizing and we haven't really seen her do much so far yeah and especially with mark or especially with lark i don't I, we haven't seen a ton from her louise we get a lot of louise strategizing this episode and she has made it a point to let us know like these are the reasons why she is still in the game because she makes herself valuable to other people so i can understand why she would want to keep that type of persona up but I think at some point if you want a chance at winning this game you need to not give the people that already are very powerful even more power which is pretty much exactly what they did there is that they put all of their trust in Elsie and Logan and pretty much isolate Amara even out of the equation and God knows what Pepper is doing in all of yeah, that, Pepper, so, this was not a shining episode for pepper pepper i mean it's definitely not her worst episode but no, also she just kind of is like she's there she's enjoying yeah, she herself faded <laughs> uh, we'll get the background we'll get of this to... episode <laughs> yeah she's a she's a background character here except for at the very end which <laughs> i'm very excited to talk about the end of this episode so um but this comes and it kind of comes to a boil and um about how like Louise gets really snippy with Amara, who's worried, who is uh, not happy about Louise having her clue. And then it turns into like her, like trying to uh, like strategize with them or like offer some advice. And Louise is just really not having it. Yeah, I was getting tense. I know. And like, I, I'm, I don't even really think, like, obviously. It's clear by the end of this episode that Amara and Louise do not have the best relationship in this house. But, like, I don't feel like Louise was right here. Yeah. <laughs> For, like, her, like, it seems like she's, like, very stressed. She doesn't – she has already made her mind up to – vote for – or, like, vote herself in to take out Amara. But then she is completely icing out probably the person that could – help her stay a little longer in the game because like I don't know if she can trust having like a full pair together yeah also even with like the whole plan of everybody going against Amara like there was still really no reason for her to keep the clue a secret from Amara like if they already like had this plan then why not just like yeah let her think that I don't know like I guess she had no idea anyway but like I yeah I just don't I don't know I just feel like obviously there I think there are just better ways for Louise to handle this when she has already kind of made up her mind of what she wants to do but I I don't think she was in the right here to be like mad at Amara for trying to play the game 
Yeah, and, it's, yeah. It, got, it just it just got weird and tense. Yeah, like, oh, for, no. <laughs> it, it just felt very weird. It was like the very uncomfortable moment that didn't really make a whole lot of sense when you really like lay it out step by step. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we do. So as we mentioned with LC and Logan, they are. While all of this is happening, they're busy deciphering the clue wall and they realize that there is a lot of dinosaur clues on there, which they start to figure out that could possibly mean like they thought originally that it could have been that Max's relative was Steven Spielberg. And that is why they have so many dinosaurs on there for Jurassic Park. Now they are trying to piece together and realize that maybe the dinosaurs are referring to a nickname instead of like a hint to a film or a TV show. And maybe the dinosaurs mean that the celebrity relative is someone named Dino. It's, it's an interesting theory and it does like align with the amount of like word play that the producers of this show have sprinkled in. Yeah, they love a or good not pun. so much sprinkled, but dumped. <laughs> they dump. They dumped it all out for them. Um, and they do they bring up the name here? Yeah, they think they may have figured out Pepper's relative, and that if it's not Frank Sinatra, it is probably Dean Martin of the Rat Pack members. Um, I like this theory. I think that there isn't anything that is necessary. Like, I don't know who's saying orange and ale. So that clue wasn't particularly helpful other than confirming that it was a Rat Pack singer. So with the information that I have in front of me, I don't have a reason to believe that it isn't like it couldn't be Frank Sinatra. So like it's either Frank Sinatra or Dean Martin in my mind with the information I currently have. Wait, is Orange and Ale a song and that wasn't yes. supposed to be original? Orange and Ale is a song. So the the clue was that Orange and Ale Rat Pack singer. So oh, I thought it was original. No. <laughs> no. No, it's Orange and Ale is the song, but that that is very punny. Hmm. I like that. It's Orange. Oh my god, I love that. Okay. That that would have been great. But no, Orange in Ale is the name of a Rat Pack song. That makes sense. Yes. <laughs> and that is that is pretty much everything that happens before we get to the guess off. Um, yeah, we get kind of just like move past all the tense stuff that isn't making a whole ton of sense. And I feel like Nothing really gets resolved by the end of this episode. Louise and Lark pick themselves to be in the bottom two. And Lark ends up being voted as the guesser, which Amara is not really worried about because she doesn't think Lark is smart enough to figure out her clue or figure out her relative. Uh, She just, you know, I liked Amara in the beginning. I feel like she was... I feel like so, she was really good until this episode. Yeah, this episode she got like really cocky and like her attitude just went sour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was very surprised. It feels like a very big face heel turn for Amara because I think like for most of the season we have thought of her to be like, yes, she is very snarky, but she's also pretty strategic and we got a lot of that, especially in the earlier episodes. And now at this point, it just seems like she is 
very overly confident and like there is no way that Lark would be able to figure out who her relative is. So she is not at all worried about this. Well, Lark correctly guesses that Amara is related to Whoopi Goldberg and Amara is eliminated out of the game and (laughs) she has a very interesting exit. Yeah, it was not gracious it was not gracious whatsoever um possibly this is the only way that Whoopi Goldberg would want her to go so maybe this is just keeping true with the Goldberg family but she starts like banging her chest and shouting gorilla (laughs) and we outside gang gang and like just kind of like repeating it over like a roller decks of different phrases um and we know that it was uh, funny it was funny, especially like at even while even while she was like in the parking lot outside of the outside of the house, we can still hear her shouting it like these same phrases. Uh, I also liked that she's basically saying like "fuck you, fuck you, fuck you." I fucks with Pepper though, like she doesn't yeah. fuck with anyone but Pepper. Pepper's all. Um, and Pepper is obviously very sad that Amara is leaving. So I guess there was a very strong Pepper Amara friendship that yeah, like they were like, "Don't you want to say bye to Pepper?" Yeah, and she's like, "She's like, I love you, Pepper," and then just goes back to doing the same <laughs> thing. It was <laughs> it makes no sense, but it was very funny and very memorable. <laughs> Definitely memorable. I was like, "What is what's happening?" <laughs> I don't know, but it was a lot and. <laughs> um quite the exit quite the exit i enjoyed it it was very funny um and and uh logan also believes that whoopi goldberg would be proud of amara's exit and he uh kind of shot his shot here with saying that you know he'd go on the view (laughs) if they'd have him i think logan would make a good the view guest yeah i think so too Especially if he ends up winning, they'll have to have him on as a guest. I know. Yeah, I think this this is uh, this is pretty good, and I I think it'd be funny to have Logan on the View, like have to uh, shoot the shit with Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Yes, (laughs) I'd watch it. uh, Explain himself for (laughs) probably a a lot of of apologies. Yeah, being a part of the plan against her granddaughter. Yes. Yes. I agree. Okay, so we are at the final five now in Ari. So I would love to hear if you could just rank who you think, like rank the players on their winning chances from most likely to least likely to win. I think Logan, Lark, Elsie, Pepper, Louise. I like it. I like it. So we will see if that prediction is correct. Um, that'd be great if you got the full boot order, even though I'd be sad that'd about be some people. Cool. Yes, but we will see. If- I just, like, the, there's no way Louise is going to win. I feel like so now that I know how the final how the finale works, 
I will just say, I don't feel like this is a spoiler saying this. I feel like there is a pathway for Louise to win, but she has very specific winning conditions in making it to the finale that does not necessarily exist for the other players here. So I will leave it at that. And we will definitely discuss it when we have the finale episode, which is just three episodes away. We just finished episode seven. We are on our way to the finale. And next week, we will be talking about episode eight, which are the puppies are off the leash. This is not a quote referencing what you would think it is referencing. And it makes me laugh even more thinking about that. I don't even, I have no idea what it could be referencing. Just think about this while you're watching the challenge and like hearing some of the commentary and it will be much funnier. There are no puppies involved in the next episode. I will just say that much. That's disappointing. I know, I know. It's disappointing, but, like, the quote itself is a lot funnier when you realize what (laughs) it's actually referencing. So I will not say it. Uh, We will save it for episode eight. Ari, thank you again, as always, for making the time to come on Sister Act and recap things with me. I know we both have very busy weeks ahead of us, so I just appreciate being able to meet up like this and get to do a podcast together. It's fun. It's been fun. And I, it's, like... It's taking me a little bit out of my comfort zone in a positive way. So good. Yes. We'll have to get you on other podcast episodes in the future as well. I promise I won't make you watch anything lame. That's all I (laughs) promise. (laughs) Only the most quality, only the most quality reality TV shows for you. That's good. I appreciate that. Of course. So Ari, where can people find you? And is there anything you would like to promote? People can find me on Instagram at married to a palm freak. Um, and yeah, check out yeah. Gia's stuff. Yeah. So you can follow me on Twitter as always at Classically Gia for all of my reality TV shenanigans. If you are a Survivor fan, definitely follow the Survivor Diversity campaign. Also on Twitter at Surf Diversity. That's at S-U-R-V Diversity. Here on Silent Podcast, of course, I am continuing Sister Act and Claim to Fame recaps, but I am also doing the recaps for Survivor 43. We are down to the final 10 now, and we're about to see a split tribal council. Very excited to get to this portion of the game Um, and very nervous for the two people that will be voted out. So stay tuned to hear my thoughts on that. Um, And following that, speaking of Survivor, definitely follow... uh, like keep track on inside survivor for the weekly roundups with me and my good friend, Christine Palin. Um, and finally on post-show recaps, definitely listen to the Abbott elementary recaps with me and Chappelle. Give us five-star reviews, lots of love and comments and tell everyone about how amazing we are and just as amazing as the show itself, which is high praise, but I think we've deserved it. It's a pretty great recap. And I'm very excited to see where things go from here. So thank you all for watching or listening to Sister Act. Um, This was episode seven and stay tuned for episode eight coming soon and have a great night. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.